everyone. This is Matteo Pascali, the host of Let Us Be Idiots Weekly. And this is a rather interesting episode because it's the start of a new Halloween series. I'm doing an episode of this year, Halloween, October 31st, 2022, happens to fall on a Monday. But in the next years to come, expect these episodes the Monday before Halloween. And that's what I give you this episode. Number one, the first edition of the Audio Nasties. You know, like, it's a reference, the title of his new series for every Halloween, The Audio Nasties, is a call to reference point. Mainly, it's a reference to what the video nasties are. And, um, I have to just give a little rundown of what the video nasties are. I'm going to quote IMDB about the video nasties. IMDB writes, Video nasties was a colloquial term coined in the United Kingdom in 1982, which originally applied to a number of films distributed on video cassettes that were criticized for their violent content by the press, commentators, Mary Whitehouse, and various religious organizations. Anyway, that's the explanation to what the video Nashes are in a nutshell, but for a long time, on Let Us Be Idiots, I wanted to do something influenced, kind of like a horror series every year for Halloween, much like the Simpsons Treehouse of Horror annual series, or an example, but I was trying to think of a catchy name, and this is a podcast, so make it entitled The Audio Nasties. For the first segment of this Audio Nasty, I'll be presenting a top 10 list of my favorite 10 horror films, basically the Teardown episode I massively edited or re-edited consisted of myself, Frankie T, and this other guy named Elvis. I couldn't remember how to spell or what his last name was. Anyway, except I edited the presented audio of that episode mainly to revolve around my top 10 favorite horror movie picks. For my list, I've mainly um, done uh, picked my heart, top 10 horror films not based uh, based on mainly innovation for the genre itself. Mm-hmm. And um, that's all I'd really say. And for number 10, my pick is The Witch. Oh, wow. Oh, that yeah. was really the, good. Yeah, the, That was recent. Yeah. Yeah, that was he, really good. He recommended it to me. I couldn't get through it. <laughs> no, that was really good. Yeah. It, it, takes place get in, it takes place I mean, in the it's a little slow play, pace, but it's freaking awesome. It takes place in the 1600s. Yeah. It's still it's, creepy, and it's man. Long, and it's long. It's really long. It's three hours and 15 minutes. It's yeah. a good movie, though, right? Yeah, yeah man. I'll take you away from it. It's a very good pick. Me and Elvis went straight to the 80s. Mateo's bringing in the two, 2018 movies. No, that one was that, a good yeah. pick, man. All right. That's a solid pick. That was awesome. The Witch. I Who, enjoyed that one. All right. Uh, guys, uh, uh, if you don't know what The Witch is, uh, Mateo recommends so, it. Uh, Mateo, what was the like the ending? when they? I mean, not to spoil anything. No, no. What, what was the meaning of all that when they were doing that? Was it they, they were getting high off the power? or? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it was just getting but high I, off the power. The, the, the way the director ended it, it was um they wanted to like not have a clear ending like a Spielberg picture. Yeah, you know, it threw me off, but I was just like, man, I think it's this, I think it's that, but there's it no was cr- still interesting. Yeah, there's no, you cr- know, like basically any film produced by A24, the ending is y- yeah, up to a- yeah. any interpretation. That's kind nice. of their uh, um, gimmick for their movies to produce. Who do you got, Mateo, for number nine? Crimson Peak. Don't know it. Oh, it's uh, Guillermo del Toro's last film, uh-huh. and the reason they picked it, because currently on record, is the, um, the horror film to have the biggest budget ever used. Okay. Mateo's going with the 21st century picks. Uh, not all of them. Okay, not no. I'm just trying to make a joke. What's it about? 
Um, basically this, uh, I'm going to spoil it too much, but a woman's uh, father gets ma- uh, murdered and she marries this guy her father set her up with. Mm-hmm. They move from, uh, Buffalo, New York to, uh, um, the middle of nowhere off this remote island in Scotland and the house is haunted mm-hmm. and I'm not spoiling the rest. All right. That sounds solid. Who do you have for number eight, Mateo? The Boyer Watch Project. Interesting. Wow. Yeah. That was what do you like success. about that? Um, mainly, I, the film is phenomenal because you don't really know how it ends or starts. Or mm-hmm. sort of, but a reason I like it is more in the marketing aspect of it. How that when it first came out, mm-hmm. they um they put out they put, the directors and producers marketed on internet forums and right. image boards. Yeah, I mean they did a good campaign. Yeah, and it set the precedent for yeah, the way even, that we do it. From even uh, like the Sci-Fi Channel, one of those channels like kind of did this whole documentary that yeah, uh, yeah. Like, and it it sucked me in. That yeah. alone sucked me in they into did, the film. They, they they did a documentary rev, like rev it up to the actual yeah. movie itself by the same directing and producing team. And it's one of the first found footage, right? It is, yeah, yeah. It is the first. It, yeah, I, I didn't. I've never seen it. But how much I, was it made? Like, it was very cheap. Like yeah, seven thousand. Yeah, and then it, they made millions. Yeah, yeah. I a, never saw a, it. That's but, a great. Uh, people were saying it was really scary. It is. Chris Rock had a funny joke about it. He goes, "Everybody said, uh, everybody's talking about the Blair Witch Project. That's just, that ain't nothing but a wedding in the woods." Because <laughs> 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 like, they used a camcorder. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's awesome. <laughs> okay, yeah. Mateo, number seven. What do you got? Eraserhead. Interesting. Uh, nice. That's an art house film. I know, yes. but it's still horror. It is horror. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mel Brooks directed it, right? Well, no, he, David he Lynch. Produ- he produced it. Mel Brooks produced Pro- it. Produced and David Lynch directed. That's interesting. Mel Brooks produced it and David Lynch directed it. Yeah, I never saw it, but I it, it looks like something I would like. It's in black and white, right? In black and white, and, um, but they didn't film it in seventy or uh, uh, um, not seventy seven. None of it's like all of it. The millimeter film they use is eight millimeter. Oh wow. Because you know why, right? Like, no. okay, because eight millimeter film is so like when you record on it after you develop it, it immediately gets corrupted. So you have to copy it three or four times and tape it together. Oh wow! So when you do that, it gives it such a gross look of static. It makes it look eerier than it is. Wow. Oh wow! There hasn't been many slasher films or horror films on black and white. I mean, you can name them: Psycho, uh, Night of the Hunter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, there's only a few. Uh, Repulsion. Yes. Most and the reason I uh, picked it because it was the black and white super eight yeah. millimeter effect. You know, if you do, you could do gore on black and white, and it, it's not as it's not it as, won't it won't translate. Mm-hmm. It, it won't be that scary. Exactly, mm-hmm. it just looks black. Yeah, yeah. That's why I picked it. All right, great pick. Number number seven. He's got a race ahead. Let me tell you, who do you got for number six? Shaun of the Dead. Nice. Isn't that a comedy? It's a comedy, but it's also extremely gory and bloody. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I know. I the guy who directed it did Hot Fuzz. Yeah, and yeah. um, the uh, Way End. Yeah. Yeah. He's uh, what's his name? The director, uh, Edgar, uh, Edgar, Edgar Wright. White, yeah, yeah. No, that was a fun movie. Yeah, the reason they picked it because in, like the right now a lot of like, comedies are taking place about zombie apocalypse. So you have zombie one, one, two, uh, one and two, mm-hmm. and a few TV shows. But I feel like Shavada was the first to blend comedy and zombie apocalypse together. So that's what's on my list for innovation. <laughs> that's cool. Nice. Who do you got for number five, Mateo? Um, this is really new. It came out in July in theaters. Mm-hmm. It's called Brightburn. I heard of it. It's yes. the, uh, yeah, the unofficial official story of a super, Superman was evil. Okay. Oh yeah, I was confused about that because it looked like no, but it, it, it technically is a, the guy who made it. Um, David Oyarovsky couldn't get the rights from DC or Warner Brother, so he changed the name from. Um, uh, he had this other name. It was like a reference to Superman, like uh, like a plan Wars of Bizarro, but he couldn't get the rights to it, so he just uh, changed it to Brightburn. Mm. It's the exact story of Superman. Oh, wow. But if he was evil. Yeah, you told me about this before. I'm, yeah. I'm having a deja vu. <laughs> All right, Brightburn. 
Mateo's list is fucking surprising the shit out of me. There's there one horror film on it. Yes, <laughs> they're, hor- they're horror if you watch them. If you watch them, these are horror. <laughs> okay. Who do you have for number four, Mateo? Ready or Not. It's, it came out uh, in uh, May. I don't know any of these movies. Ready or Not. Which one? Who was in that? Oh, uh, no one. It was a B film in theaters. Uh, is it scary? Oh, yeah. It's um, it's a horror comedy, but it's more frightening than Shaun of the Dead. Okay. It's, uh, the p- plot is this woman gets married to a family that's cursed. Uh-huh. And she oh, has, yes. they, they have to hunt her down yes. in a ginormous maze labyrinth. Yes. That was recent. Yeah. Was recent. May. Yeah. Check that out. Yeah. Check it out. Ready or not. It is uh, funny. And it, I know you don't like women, so they can be up your alley. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I, I have pro- I have issues. Yeah, yeah. I'm not trying to put you on the spot. I'm no, no. To... I mean, uh, and to be fair, uh, to be specific, it's white women I have a problem with. She's mm. white in the film. Oh, exactly. <laughs> white women need to be canceled. <laughs> I just want to say, for number three, do not mention the soundtrack at all, because if she hears it, she will sue. Okay. Clockwork Orange. Mm. Don't mention the soundtrack? At all. Who's she? The person in it? No, the, the woman who made it. Uh-huh. Do not mention her. Okay. Because I've wrote in multiple article reviews about her newer stuff, and she's threatened to sue me multiple times. Because you, you because you mentioned Clockwork Orange. Yeah. Okay. She she did the music for it. Yeah. Okay. I won't say. I don't even know who it is. I don't care. She knows you. No. Well, she does it to everyone. I don't think she's listening to a Patreon episode. Okay. Who, who was it? Wendy Carlos. I don't know who that is. Uh, she like if you speak her. Rep- and any form of the internet, like review positive or like she's threatened to sue the LA Times if they reviewed her album. I've never heard of her. You know who that is? I never. I, I thought you were gonna say Carol King or something. No, no, no. Wendy Carlos <laughs> did, did all the soundtracks to the Stanley Cooper films. Oh, well, that that explains a lot because I don't watch his movies. Okay. Wow. <laughs> Clockwork Orange number three. Yeah. What do you like about it? Uh, this, this soundtrack mainly and the <laughs> cinematography to uh the like you have these beautiful pieces of Mozart and Beethoven and the most gruesome killing and rapings and scenes. You know what director I don't like? Speaking of directors, I find Stanley Kubrick to be pretentious. Yeah. And I don't like pretentious directors. I I, know. I don't like Paul Thomas Anderson. You know who's really pretentious? Who? Nicholas Winding Rain. Completely. Oh. You ever see that guy's movie? Yes. He did the Neon Neon Demon. Demon. Yeah. Yeah. He did Drive. Yeah. His movies are so pretentious. Well, he says in interviews that his movies are not supposed to be films. They're supposed to be cinematic music videos. Yeah. He puts like synth pop in there. Exactly. <laughs> I prefer his soundtracks than his films. I watched the Neon Demon and only because I love Elle Fanning. Yeah. She's fucking gorgeous. But the movie is fucking bad. Yeah. It's really bad. Yeah. And then I saw you, it too. I can't even remember it. Can can we I just can too. we just talk about what a bad actor Keanu Reeves is? <laughs> <laughs> no, jo- matter, no matter what you put him in, he's always bad. He's yeah. he's oh he's so uncomfortable to watch. What what, what those early like Speed and like uh, Matrix? I mean, he was all right in Bill and Ted because that was you yeah know, that was but, him. But when he has to do real acting, it's really bad. Well, well John Wick is just killing people massively. Yeah, uh, he's a very successful actor. John Wick. But he's, he's terrible. Yeah. All right. We're down to number two, number two Mateo. Silence of the Lambs. Interesting. Nice. I mean, that's a great uh, horror film. It's a commercial horror film. Yeah, yeah, obviously. You know, the girl that um, Clarice, that uh, Jodie Foster is playing, is based on this girl, Candace, who's, who does those women who kill episodes. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that goes a lot better looking than Jodie Foster. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Silence of the Lambs. That, uh, did you like the sequel? Uh, what, what, what do you mean? Hannibal, the sequel? You mean a prequel? They, they, oh, they made a prequel? There, there's, there's, With Julianne Moore? Yeah, well, it's hard to explain. 
It's Silence of the Lambs is the first one. They made it backwards like Star Wars. So it's oh. Red, Red Dragon, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Silence of the Lambs, uh, Hannibal, mm-hmm. and then there's another one called Hannibal Rising. Interesting. Mm-hmm. They should make a movie just about Buffalo Bill. They were, they were supposed to. Yeah. That's been. They have the script. They never. Who's the, who's the guy who played Buffalo Bill? Uh, He's a great actor. I forgot his name. He's mm-hmm. Spanish. He's uh. Is it... No, he isn't. He's white. Really? No, He's I, a... I mean like from like. I think it might be Javier by them. No, the guy who played Buffalo Bill in the Science of the Lambs. Yeah. No, wow. you're, you're dead wrong. I will, we'll figure it out later. Number one. Mm-hmm. Glass. Glass. And then Shyamalan. Okay. Oh yes. Yes, it is terrifying. You know your list comes out of left field, man. Yeah, I know. I did Wasn't not. Wasn't that I, recently also? Yeah, uh, January last January. Yeah, we didn't have any films. That was the. That's when they showed uh, Bruce Willis and the other, the Beast, and everything. yes, they were all together. And Mr. Glass played by Samuel Motherfucking Jack. Uh, I only have two honorable mentions. My first one, well, not my first one. It's the 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 one. It's, I'm trying to word this properly. The one I'm picking now, I don't think is the best one. It's like you know, you have to say, right? Yeah. So, for honorable mention, uh, I have Saw Three. Okay. I, these people do say I agree that it's the best of the ten Saw films. This ten? Yeah. <laughs> and you're actually now working backwards, making prequels. Okay. And uh, <laughs> and the, I think the best one for my favorite honorable mention is something opened up this week called Lighthouse. The Lighthouse. Yeah, it did. Yeah. Mateo is so funny. You know, yeah. Mateo's funny without even trying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, He's just got to be himself. It's great. Um, you, you Honestly, if you see The Lighthouse, you're probably going to hate it. Probably. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like contemporary no. cinema. It's not, but it's not contemporary. It it's like, it is, but like they filmed it in retrograde. Like they filmed it on standard mode film, mm-hmm. not digital. It's all film. So you can see the crackles in the, like on the, the video itself. Oh, maybe I'll go see it. But it's like three hours and twenty minutes. No, horror films are supposed to be ninety minutes. Mm. And what's interesting about it is it's it is it feels evil. It's gory, black and white, and it's also they copied the format of uh, I would have to say combination of The Shining and Lord of the Flies. Oh, the original, yeah, interesting. I like black and white. Yeah, you know, the thing about horror, like sometimes I'm looking to watch a movie and I'm looking through shit, and sometimes I never even watch anything. Yeah, like, I'm looking through shit. I'm looking through shit, and if I see a movie is two and a half hours, I'm like, nope, nope, nope. Then I get to a horror and like eighty four minutes. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm yeah. watching that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know. Well, so it's... sometimes there's seventy one minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's I great. Know. It's great. Yeah, it's awesome. That's perfect. That's it. Because those movies used to play in the grindhouse, so they would yeah. be two or three at a time. Mm-hmm. You can't put two or three, you know, Irishmen's. <laughs> have you seen it yet by the way yeah I have did you like it I don't know like, they shouldn't just had younger actors it's, it, it, it's not as good as Goodfellas no right? it never will it never, it never could be yeah yeah finally to finish off the audio nasty I'll be presenting a second massively edited audio segment of Frank Terranova's former podcast Terradome on that edited Terradome episode segment is a panel discussion on a topic of horror films featuring myself, Matteo Pascale, of course, with Frank Terranova, and everyone's favorite, Kevin Janoway. And when it comes to that panel discussion, here we go. Oh, uh, man, so uh, I, I was trying to watch like a lot of horror films, you know, to, and I figured we would do a premium episode about horror. So uh, I, I already saw all the old ones. So I was watching some new ones. There's, there's some damn good new ones, man. Mateo recommended The Witch. I was asking for recommendations. I, I, I had to shut it off. Why? Like, what part did you get up to? Uh, like 10 minutes in? It's a three-hour movie. First of all, it t- when does it take place? 1800s? Uh, no, uh, earlier 1650. Yeah, I, I can't go that far back. <laughs> I, can you can you watch movies that far back? 
I, I, hold on. I, so is it like before the Salem witch like trials pil- like and stuff? It takes place during the um, uh, first Thanksgiving. When, when was the Salem witch trial? That was in the that was, that was after. That was the 17, okay. uh, 1705 or something. I okay. like I, I, I maybe I'm ignorant, but I, I can't go beyond the 20th century. I can't mm-hmm. do it. I if it's not at least nine, I can, I like the 50s, the 30s. I, I can't. I can't go back to before. Like, I, like it was just. I'm sure. It was. I'm sure they got it right because they were talking like a dialect. They were yeah. speaking like a dialect. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They were uh, like pilgrims. Yeah, uh, Frank. That is the 20th century. What the 17 and 1600s is the 20th century. No, I mean uh, what? What's uh, later? Like later. The 1900s. Yeah, I can't, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. I know what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, I'm sure it's a good movie. I just don't have an appreciation for shit like that. I watched The Age of Innocence, the Montesquieu yeah. film, a long time ago. I like that. That that's a well done movie. Yeah, and I like that. He, that's in the book. Maybe because it's about New York. Too. Probably because well, it was Scorsese. You know, Michelle Pfeiffer went on a ride before she fell off. Yeah, yeah she was great. It man. was great. Daniel Day Lewis. But, but yeah. I'll tell you. Uh, Bringing it back to new horror films. So our new horror film, it only got 65% of Rotten Tomatoes. That's why I don't go by them. I, I hate them so much. They, I don't, so they're, they're not accurate. I watched uh, Summer of 84. Okay. So good. So good. I haven't heard of that one. I've seen the trailers and yeah, the extended yeah. like, um, uh, demos from Comic-Con, but never actually seen the film. So good. It was like a... It takes place in 1984, so of course I'm into it. And they're playing like, you know, like this Tangerine Dream-esque yeah. music. And... Uh, I don't want to give away too much. It's like a mystery. It's more. Like, it's not like a. It's not like a, a horror, but it's like a murder mystery, but yeah. but scary. That's cool. You no, know, I know the plot. I've never seen it. You know what I realized? I'm learning something about myself. I don't like supernatural horror films. Like what? Give an example. Like, like Rosemary's Baby. Maybe, or, oh, or, or, or the witch. Rosemary's Baby. The, the witch. I, I I like like something like like. That, that just like a serial killer or kids going Those away for the weekend and then somebody's killing them all. Like I like that. You know what I mean? But like I didn't like Hereditary, which is considered the best movie to hear. It is. For uh, horror recently. Everybody's been saying that. Yeah. I, 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 did, I, I don't know. It was just too much. The acting was too good. Like I don't need good acting in a horror movie. Like it's the kind of horror movie where it's like the critics like it. You know what I mean? The acting's great. But it was. I don't like anything about the devil. Okay, okay so then, like, question then, because like I found that like with me, I don't like the horror genres with the things popping out at me and stuff. Yeah. But I like the thrillers, right? You know, like, Brian like Palmer. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Uh, what is it? Silence of the Lambs, Lambs. American Horror Story. Story. But I like when it's realistic. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't. I, nobody's ever seen the devil. Nobody, nobody had an experience. The movie, the people devil. Say, people say that. Yeah. People say that, yeah. oh, yeah. but there's no. The devil hasn't been here. You, I, I you ever run into him? No. no. If anybody's going to meet him, it's going to be you. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah you're, you're going straight to hell in a handbasket. I spoke to my priest about you, and he said, uh, you don't have a chance. That's hot. That's hot, Frank. <laughs> that should be an after dark. No, he talked Bible, to his priest Bible, about me. I'm no, honored. In, in the Bible, it says gay people are going straight to hell. They don't even got to wait online. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When, like when they see the people, you know, like when you get to the gates of heaven, like when you get to the gates of hell, they're like, where are the gay people? All right, come straight up to the front. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know, Daniel, Serial killers a second. <laughs> you know, Daniel Tosh, one of his specials, his, his newer ones, have a, has a joke about that. Like the, the Bible says, I'm quoting him, that thou shalt not be of another man, but they never say anything about women. The English means that shit is oh, that's hot. that's true. That's true. <laughs> your joke. I'm sorry. Say the punchline. That's not it. my joke. It's Daniel Tosh. It's one of his specials. He said that's hot? No, like women and stuff. Okay. Yeah. In other words, uh, it's not creepy if it's women. Yeah. Okay, I got you. I got you. <laughs> but uh, do you have um? Because uh, I want I want to talk to Mateo. We're gonna. We'll, I'll get to you. But yeah. Mateo is like the, I have him here because he's an expert. Yeah. Who is your favorite? What is your favorite horror film? 
And who is your favorite horror director? Okay, so if you break it, I have like three categories. I can break down like um, like you know how like they have like the th- um, like three ways of ska, three ways of feminism. They they break down films in the same way: th- first wave, uh, second wave, and third right and there's basically horror there's three waves there's uh the 1920s the 1970s and 80s to onwards right and everything past 2014 so consider a new uh new class of uh um they call it, um i forget what they call it, but they refer as the the new the new house of horror uh-huh. and so when you break it down my two favorites um directors will be have to be vincent price oh wow. yes from, classic he's yeah he's going deep uh, and um, like I have a categorized like for early like early horrors, Vincent Price and Wes Craven. Right. Newer stuff would be Tim Burton, and um, De- Ugh, I'm, I'm blanking the guy's name. Uh, what's his name again? Guillermo del Toro. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's pretty a diverse group. Wes Craven's a genius. Uh, yeah. He, he's like he he brought it back. Like if it wasn't for the Scream movies, it was dead. Horror was dead. Scream, Scream brought it back. Okay, I want to ask a question. I'm sorry. But Wes Craven, he directed some movie Nightmare with Sharon Street. Stone uh, back uh, in the day, and it was her big break. Oh, yeah. And it was some kind of horror film because she became best friends with Mimi Craven, which, Wes which Craven's was wife. It was like 84 or something. Is it, it the was, Hills of Eyes? He knows about entertainment. That might be it. He knows about entertainment gossip. He knows everything. But yeah, <laughs> but like, because she talked about it. That was her big yeah, break. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But he was a good director. No, but he's really smart and in tapping into the zeitgeist. Like, yeah. he's really smart with that. Like, uh, he really knows... I mean, the reason I really I grew up on slashes. Yeah. So when I was a teenager, every week there was a new slasher. Yeah. And it was always surrounded around the holiday, whether it was Friday Thirteenth, mm. Halloween, mm. April Fool's Day, okay. My Bloody Valentine, Fine. and I was in, I saw them all. And uh, that's my favorite genre. But the reason they were effective and the reason they don't really work now is because back then serial thrills were a very real threat. Yes. Serial killers, you said? Yeah, ser- ser- yeah, yeah, Somebody yeah. told me at the Creek in the Cave, a customer, that they didn't know about serial killers till the Charles Manson case. That before that, oh, they yeah. hadn't hurt, they had not had crimes that were linked and that were connected. Like there was Manson, then it was uh, the 45 caliber killer. No, I gave earlier, you know, Jack the Ripper. Yeah, and then like the, the Night Stalker. Yeah. So like I, I remember when I, I'm I'm older than you guys. So I remember when uh, Son of Sam, Son of Sam was 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 active, and pe- girls were dying their hair blonde because he was killing brunettes. Yeah. Or was, it was the other way around. It was it was both. He, uh, um, yeah. it, it went both ways. Because yeah, yeah. Like he like like sequentially killed like a blonde and a uh, brunette, but alternate pattern format, like in different locations, yeah. like. I remember my dad was taking me to the movies, and he goes, before we go, I want to show you something. So he drives down an alley in Queens, and he goes, you see, see that? I go, oh, yeah. He goes, that's where he killed the last, the last girl. I'm like 10 years old. He's like, why are you showing me this? <laughs> so my were father you, was were so fascinated. Fasc- he, he, was, he, was, he was fascinated. Weren't he was you like ten- well, No, I wasn't. I was scared. I, I was like, is he going to get us? He wasn't killing guys, but. Yeah, he wasn't. Because like with me, I'm just like everybody else. Like anytime there's a profile or any biography on a serial killer or wacko, like I have to see it and like yeah, yeah. learn. I'm into it now. It. Now maybe yeah. maybe because I'm older and my, my dad was old. But as a kid, you're not into that. You're scared. Yeah. You know, I was when I was a little kid. The movie Last House on the Left scared the shit yeah. out of me. Okay, that makes, that yeah. movie was about abduction. It was. Yeah. It was about somebody coming in the house, house and taking, taking you. And I used to have nightmares that somebody was coming in the house and taking me. Okay, I've never seen that one. You know, it's it probably still is scary right yeah, now. Just at like. I was thinking about horror films, like just in general, like just just completely not on topic, but I guess it is. For uh, I was thinking about like they're garbage. The the only movie like it's super bloody or like gruesome I like, but not because it's good, just because of how bad it is. It's a Saw franchise. Oh yeah, well you know the Italian films were very unrealistic. Oh yeah, like um, I, I love them though. 
Like the Italian cinema, you know, the Italian f- cinema from the 70s really inspired slashes. So oh, yeah. Forgive me, the Italian films like in Italian? Or yeah, like yeah, yeah. Some of them are in English. Al Pacino movies. They're dubbed. They're dubbed. They're du- okay. There's okay. like uh, like uh, Suspiria and, and uh, movies. Zombie. Movies like um, uh, The House by the Cemetery. They were like, geez, like they, you would see them playing and you would think it was an American film and you go in there and they were badly dubbed, but they were made in Italy. Yeah. But the thing about the Italian films is the cinematography was amazing because yeah, they would use always. the same cinematography that people like Fellini would use. So like the top of the line cinematographers were used for both exploitation films and art films. Yeah. So the, Fellini was using the same people as like uh, Lucio Fulci, who was considered like a garbage filmmaker, yeah. but I, I'm a big they fan. They used the, the same sound, like uh, Ennio Marconi, uh, the yeah. g- Goblins. Uh, Stelv- Stelvio, Stel- yeah. Cipriani, uh, Mina. Yeah, they use all these great music, and the music's amazing, and the, the cinematography's amazing, but the acting's terrible, and, oh, yeah. and, and oh, the terrible. violence is so unbelievable. Like, there's so many they'll great stick Italian a knife in somebody's neck, right. and, 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 it just, like, and, like, and all of a sudden you see like maggots crawling. Oh, yeah, out. It's yeah, like, yeah. It's like <laughs> it's, but it's but then like uh, when you see Halloween, which was the the, one, the movie that really opened it all up, there's hardly any gore in that movie. Any the first Halloween has hardly With any the gore. First Michael Myers. Yeah, yeah. 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 and it's yeah. It, what what makes it so jarring is it's the first film to be filmed in a third person narrative from perspective of the eyes. Yeah, it's really good. Say that again. Like M- most horror films at that point were always filmed from first person, a, a first person, or yeah. second person. It's only filmed to be f- filmed by third person from like the perspective of the killer. Oh, that's of the killer. Yeah, that's yeah. okay. I got you. Now, I mean, see, see, the first Halloween was really great because you believed that you believed that this kid was a person who grew up, you know, and he was had he was evil. But then at this point, I saw the most recent one. It's like I, I don't so know, fucking bad. I didn't like it at all. Should we, should we get into it? You already gave her two yeah. minutes on the sit down about that shit. Yeah, because like, I, I want to see it. You know I'm, what it is? Yeah. Everything right now is focused on the Me Too movement. Okay. So the whole movie is about because Hollywood is about making money. And the Me Too movement is very popular right now. So the whole movie is about female empowerment. Her, her daughter, and her granddaughter all going after Michael Myers. It's oh. like, it's, like oh, it's, so yeah, much. it's so bad. And it's good. I mean, Jamie, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis is great. Um, here's another thing that's not realistic about it. They're, per- they're really going out of it. I, I, can't, I know I'm repeating myself, but they're going out of their way to make sure the, the casting is diverse. So there's 100 black people in the Well, I, I noticed that when <laughs> I watched it, but I didn't care. <laughs> okay, I don't. I don't care. Yeah. I'm just pointing out. You know, I, obviously, like I was. My theory is they can just import other officers from other states yeah, or yeah, like yeah. state bureau. I, I just feel like Hollywood has a, a liberal agenda, and it just it's obnoxious. It I, really don't, I don't even think it's liberal. You don't think so? I, I just think I, at this point, like with the because there's so many people because who, of Donald Trump. No, not even. Donald Trump is such a fucking psycho that everybody's like uh, giving reparations. Reparate. As soon as Donald Trump became president, like, oh, now we got to be nice to everybody. Why weren't you nice to them before? Do you do you, what's your favorite horror? Like Betty Davis movies? Yeah, I like whatever happened in Baby. Yeah, Jane. that's that like a classic. Good. Is that a gay classic? Uh, yeah, it is. It, it is, is right. Is. I mean, yeah. it's it's a horror classic. It you know, is. you know, it's interesting. I don't know if you know it. You know, you, you know it, right? Which one? Whatever happened to Baby Jane? Yeah, I know it. Yeah, and uh, John Hush, Hush, Sweet Charlotte. No, late sixties. No, John Waters did some other stuff. I, w- I wish we could talk about him. We can. Um, um, he's a comedy director, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's, he's done horrors, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, he has. But with yeah. comedy overtones. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, in bad taste. I love John Waters. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't... Uh, the There was a famous director, but then they, they made the um, show Feud. Robert Aldrich. Uh, Robert Aldrich. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He did westerns. He did everything. Gangster movies. But, you know, the reason they would cast older women in these horror movies is because children are afraid of old ladies. Yeah. So they would they would put old women in the movie. If you notice, if you if an old lady 
a wrinkly old lady goes over to a baby carriage. The baby starts immediately crying. That's right. You told me that a long. I, I forgot. You told me. That. But isn't that isn't that? Do you think that uh, Baby Jane started that trend of having the no, old? No, that, that trend goes older back. Well, the that 20s. was a genre. Older women horror movies. That was a, a subgenre of horror in the late sixties. Not even. You know, ironically, I'm afraid of old ladies. <laughs> you know, yeah, I like, say quite often on stage. <laughs> you know, when I see a woman like thirty years old, I get scared. <laughs> I was seeing the old, uh, the old, the old, elder, I was seeing the old, the elderly women trope. Is anything like from the sixties? If you realize the classic Brothers Grimm's or uh, Mother Goose or Rumple Stiltskin stories, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's what that's what people think. I'm only obviously I'm only joking, but uh, that's what people think. That's the way they treat old women in media, as like you know, washed up and over the hill and like yeah, man, they do that. What, what, Anne Hathaway said she's having a hard time getting roles. Was that John Carpenter? That's uh, Wes Craven. Craven. Okay, that the studio did not want to make that movie at all. They didn't see any point in it, and that it that was made. And he was very steadfast and persistent in getting that made, even though everybody told him it was a bad idea. He made it off a really independent film budget. That studio ended up filing bankruptcy, and then when Nightmare on Elm Street came out, it was a big hit and saved the studio. Yeah, I believe it. And I, I don't know that. what studio it was. I have no idea like, either because a lot of uh, like that company, like a lot of like, independent realtors owned a merch like licensing for the shit. You know, I have a really big problem with watching contemporary horror, uh, contemporary cinema, in general, because they don't shoot on film anymore. Okay. It's all and digital. I, yeah, and I don't want to sound like this old guy who's stuck in the past, but when I go back and I watch the Italian films and I watch the ones from the 80s, it just, it looks, I just like the aesthetic. No, no, completely. I, I uh, I've, when, if the movie, like Collector's Edition, comes out in theaters and millimeter film, I will see that over digital. Yeah. That's like, why I kept seeing Dunkirk. I tried. <laughs> yeah, we talked about that. Uh, yeah, I got to see that. Um, I tried watching this movie called Unsane. Uh, it's so bad. Oh, why? Why? This is why. This is why I shut it off. If so, when something triggers me, I have to shut it off. Yeah. It's about a girl gets uh, un, un, unjustifiably put into a mental hospital, and I and like she's waiting in the lobby, and they're like, "Will you come with me, Miss?" And they start taking a phone and putting it into plastic. And I was just going because I've been in hospitals recently, and I've been to, to therapy and stuff. So I was just like picturing myself. I'm like, I'm not gonna watch this movie. It's gonna freak me out. Yeah. So yeah. I shut it off right there. Okay, and plus it was shot on really cheap digital. Oh, really? I've seen it. It's uh, it's awful, yeah. awful film. I was gonna watch it because uh, what's her name is in it? Uh, B, uh, J- uh, Juno Temple. I know who that is. She's the little British girl. I still don't know. But um, she's usually if there's a cute actress in a movie that makes me watch it. But I'll tell you one thing. I watched another movie that had nothing but good-looking people in it, and I couldn't watch it. Uh, Cabin in the Woods? Yeah, I love it. You like that? No, it's Why, everybody likes it. It's so bad. It's good. It's so... It, I like movies. What, what so was bad. going on? Those people behind the scenes were like... And they were make, making them get killed? Yeah. Was it like, it's like a scientific experiment? Yeah, for like a, like a secret government. Like um, It's like a, like a, almost like a deep state mission. Oh, and every actor was like... Los Angeles looking. Yeah. They it's look a like very Los Angeles movie. It was such a Los Angeles movie. I was like, I, I didn't yeah. like it. Uh, I, part of most of that film, film is I'm filming the woods. It's like, it's like CGI green screen in LA. Oh. But <laughs> you know, um, oh. it's really hard to make a, a, an original horror or, or a fresh horror. But I got to say, Get get Out did it. Get Out did it. Yeah, Get Out they, was Get good. Out really well, did I, it. I don't know. I'm not Shaman always does, does himself even for bad films. But Get Out was just like, I, I watched when it was funny. I watched it recently. Yeah, I watched Get Out recently, and I didn't know anything about the movie. Nobody spoiled it for me, I, and everybody was talking about it because when it first came out, it was the talk of no, it's good. It's it really was the talk of the, the comedy scene. Everybody was talking right, about it. Right, that's what everybody would say. They would say, "Go yeah. see it." I'm not going to tell you. I, I, just, I think it's more of a comedy than a horror. 
Right. It's, it's it has elements it, of comedy. It changes. But, but, but it is kind of yeah. fucking... In the screenplay and... Uh, well, Scream is also the same way with that. Like, I think Scream's more of a comedy. But it was so intelligent. Yeah. But I want to... I want to say something like I thought it was going to be with written by Jordan Peele. I thought I was expecting it to be um, a parody, a modern version of guess who's coming to dinner parody. No, That's not... what I thought it was going to be. But you know what? It's, a, it's it an wasn't. interesting, it's a biting commentary on how white liberals are full of shit. Yeah. I think that's what he was. It's I true. I, I haven't seen any interviews with him or read anything about Jordan Peele. I didn't go down a rabbit hole. I, I'm just I not, I'm he's... not that interested, but uh, yeah, the movie's great. And, from what I'm watching, from what I gather, is that I think he was trying to say, see, you think white people like you just because they voted for Obama? This is what they're going to fucking do to you. Well, I mean, it's, you know, how a black person would feel alienated, I guess. But, like, I don't have any white people, like, with that kind of money in my family. It was just so you know, fucking interesting. Did, and I it's don't. the kind of movie that you watch it, and as soon as you get done watching it, you want to tell people to go see it, and you want to see it again. Yeah, I need that's to watch the, it That's again. the mark of a great film. Yeah. I could watch that movie easily again. But he won the Oscar Best Screenplay for that. He did? Yeah. Yeah. He deserved it. Yeah. I have to say that. But apparently, okay, speaking of racial relationships, <laughs> apparently I learned that he auditioned for Saturday Night Live as Barack Obama. Uh-huh. And they did and he didn't get it, and that's why he did the Key and Peel thing. Right. And then and he did a good job as Obama on there, but instead they did Fred Armisen in blackface. Ugh. As Obama. Yeah, I remember that, yeah. But that's, well, Fred, Fred Armisen is, is very good, though. But he's not Caucasian, Fred Armisen. He's, what is he, Middle Eastern or something? I thought he was white. Oh. No, I, I, I've heard like multiple people claim multiple things. I'm not going to confirm or deny what he is. But you know what I got to think? Jordan, Jordan Peele must f- be feeling so much pressure because there's no way he's going to top that movie. There's no way he's going to make another movie in his lifetime that's going to be nearly as good as Get but Out. They had the key there's no Peele way. Show. It's too good. It's too good. No, but he's never going to... I don't want to. I don't wish him the hard luck, but I don't think there's a chance that he's ever going to make a film as good as Get Out. It's true. It's too good. His last film was bad. What was his last? Keanu. One? When did that come out? Oh, yeah. Before yeah, Get Out. Yeah, Before no, Get after. Out. Oh, it's where Keanu Reeves plays a, a, a cat and like guides him for like the neighborhood and stuff. There's no way he's gonna because the movie is. Too, sometimes you get a curse of your first movie, like Orson Welles. Or no, not not true. Well, I I I believe Citizen Kane didn't no, I, make money. I believe that Orson Welles made several good films after that, but the but by and large the public believes that Citizen Kane was the best. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm saying uh, Citizen Kane wasn't his first. It wasn't, it wasn't his wasn't first. A hit he uh, he uh, co-directed multiple uh, um, other pr- productions uh-huh. before Citizen Kane under alternate names for the studio. Okay. Well, Citizen Kane was like you know consider, most critics can consider it yeah. the greatest movie ever made. Right. I actually like a touch of evil better because it's more like a exploitation film. It is. Yeah. And he's uh, great as the Mexican. No, yeah. Oh, no, he's not the Mexican. Charlton Heston. No, Charlton Char- Heston is. I'm saying, yeah. like, how is it to you an exploitation film? Because like, it's very seedy and pulpy. Yeah. Anything that's pulpy is, is exploitation. No, I, was, I, always, uh, I, I never really thought of it as exploitation. I thought it was more as a propaganda it's, film. It's probably proto-exploitation. Yeah. It's like a film that influenced the people who came after. The, exactly what I was trying yeah, to say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a great movie. Touch of Evil. Big influence on De Palma. De Palma is my favorite. I don't okay, know if I call yeah, yeah. him a horror director. But he did. His, Dress to Kill is his only. Dress to Kill and Carrie are both horrors. Carrie's really good. And then what was. Um, Dress to Kill. Phantom of the Paradise. There was Phantom something of, else that he did. That was, that was like a. What, what was the one with John Lithgow that he did in Genevieve Bujol? Obsession. Obsession. Yeah. What, do, that what, oh, sorry, uh, what do you think of like the Asian classics of like horror? Uh, you know, I haven't seen many. Like The Grudge or The Ring. Yeah, I haven't seen any uh, of them. The Ring is good, but I heard the Asian one was better. You know, it is. the it Asians is. get, uh, the Japanese particularly, uh, are credited with uh, this uh, bloody violence. Oh, yeah. But they got all that shit from the Italians. Yeah. 
See Ooh. what I mean? They're always stealing from us. They're always, the French stole from us. The fucking Japanese stole from us. Well, actually, uh, there's a movie by uh, uh, Hayao Miyazaki about that. Like, a lot of the Italian directors in World War II sold them the uh, rights to those, like, like tropes. Okay. It was negotiation because of the uh, access. And-, and then Quentin Tarantino turns around and he bites off the Japanese for Kill Bill. See, yeah. You're fired. No, but Glorious Bashers is a deliberate <laughs> remake. Like, they're, they're like, Glorious Bashers. Yeah, but listen, that's what cinema is. Everybody yeah. influencing everybody, you know? It is. I mean, it's one thing, like, when you copy something, but right. it's another thing. Like, check this shit out, man. All right, this this is not horror, but, like, comedians, you know, you can tell when somebody steals another joke. You can watch somebody on TV and be like, oh, they stole it. I saw some, I saw an episode of Downton Abbey back in the day. And then I saw this movie from 1940 that had the exact same subplot and they had totally stolen it. Like, I'm not talking about inspired by it, but they copied like the shots, the, the storyline, everything. I was like, that was... They probably got sued if it's that blatant. No, but I mean, it was like yeah, yeah. 1940 and I was, it was just ironic that I saw them close together. You know, and, um, uh, A Star is Born, the first movie was a, a, a blatant ripoff of what, at what price Hollywood. I've never seen that one. And the reason that George Cukor turned down directing the first Star Wars Born, he said it's too much like at what cost Hollywood. But then when they remade it the second time with Judy Garland, he he said, okay, I'll direct it. Because he thought the first one wouldn't work, but the first one's great. I haven't seen that one. I never. I seen them all except for uh, the Barbra Streisand one. Have yeah, you seen yeah, the, the, the theater production? Like, uh, no, I'm not on Broadway, like, uh, off Broadway, or like uh, productions of it. This is a play. It was a play. Yeah, Star Wars Born at one point was a play. All right. It was a play based on the first movie because the it movie do was very well. Or I, don't, no? I don't know, but I know it was it was uh, they, everything. Well, that's I don't like plays based on movies. Yeah, because they adapted Rocky as a musical. They do everything. Were yeah. Like, oh yeah, it's so good. It closed after like two performances. They do everything. A Bronx but, Tale. So I don't know. Yeah, yeah Saturday Night Tale. Fever. Ro- uh, they did a uh, Rock. Uh, um, Bruce Lee. Oh yeah, Dragon. Yeah, I it, like when plays become movies. Not when movies become plays. Right. Yeah, you know? to see the Lion King. I'm a purist, that Kevin. That's something you don't I, know about me. I but. agree with you though yeah, that yeah, yeah. The, the the plays that become movies are better. But I hope yeah. that if one thing happens from the success of A Star Is Born, that mu- they start making more musicals because I love musicals. No, well, they really? still make musicals like like not good ones. Like they, they don't make them better. I, you like, know what's great? Emo the musical. You ever see that? Yeah, so good. No, I like Dream Girls. I've never seen Emu. I like Dream Girls in Chicago. Sound of Music. But other than that, there's a lot like Oklahoma. I had to turn that off. It went on and on and on. <laughs> well, I'm and Shirley Jones. To uh, South Pacific. Tim I had Burton to turn is it a, off. Uh, Tim Burton's like the only really director is making musicals now. Yeah. Tim well, Burton. Yeah. Think about Sweet, it. Sweeney Todd. What about, no, Sweeney Todd, Corpse Bride, Nightmare, uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. Well, those are cartoons. What about Rob Marshall? But they're still musicals. Yeah. Rob Marshall's not making. Oh, because he did his nine, musicals are very song. stilted. Really? really? Yeah, Rob Marshall. And, yeah. and Baz Luhrmann uh, is Moulin Rouge considered? I think you know, that's considered musical. Yeah, Baz. Oh, he's great. He did. Yeah, uh, yeah. He did the Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, that was really good. And uh, Strictly Ballroom. Yeah, he's got like a really interesting <laughs> style. I knew too much about gay stuff. Yeah, he really Strictly did. Ballroom. <laughs> See, I'm I'm a very diverse guy. I could talk to the gay guy about gay shit. I could talk to the the horror film nerd about horror stuff. I, I know. Could, I'm all in, over the place, we're baby. We're in Strictly yeah. Frank's room discussing Strictly Ball. You know, what we got to do oh next time Comic Con comes or one of these conventions. We got to go because the chicks that go to these fucking things are so sexy. They dress up like I don't. I have a theory. A lot of them are not into it. Oh yeah, they just want to show off their body. I, I, I maybe, but they dress up like like characters from Final Fantasy. Yeah, I love that. They wear they have with the blue hair and the silver baby. Yeah, that's a, a year from now. That's a year from now? Oh, we got to go. October, yeah. <laughs> want a video in it? Or just like, like, no, I, I want to go there. Why don't we go to Oktoberfest first? I'll go dressed up as 
I'll go dress up as Sal from uh, the Dark Knight. <laughs> right they won't even know what character it is. Yeah, exactly. It's like a minor character. That's Eric right. Roberts. You know Eric Roberts, right? Yeah. He played yeah, Sal. Yeah, because he was on Celebrity Rehab. I'm addicted to pot. And then he, he was on Wendy Williams, and he goes, I let my wife be the boss everywhere except the bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> Eric Roberts is great. I want to. I want to. You seem like you watch that episode. What was Wendy Williams' reaction to that shit? She, oh, she sat right next to him. She goes, "Oh, <laughs> I love Eric Roberts, man." You know what? I, I give him a lot of credit for. First of all, he's a great actor, but he's like sixty something years old, he, and he looks co- fantastic. But was you know, he you, know, for, you know who's also in that boat of like really old, like, but also looks fantastic. Bruce Willis. Yeah, he looks the same. And he's bald. See, yeah. I'm bald, man. Okay, and Vin you, you, you know Bruce Willis. Bruce Stop, Willis. Slow down. They're, they're Yo, you, say a lot, you say a lot of ridiculous things when you come here. <laughs> Gay the, Joe Rogan. The, the last time you were here, you said that Elliot Gould was a sex symbol. <laughs> Back in the 70s, he was. He was not. No, he wasn't. Frank, he never you're was. fired. He, uh, I want he you to find something fired. Find something on Google that says that he was a sex symbol. <laughs> I was I was saying, if he, if he was to be like, a, he's a Bruce Willis is like a gay Joe Rogan. Who, him? Yeah, he's like the baldness, like the muscle. Like. Can you fight? Me? Yeah. Yeah, I, Joe, Joe Rogan could kick the shit out of anybody. Yeah, he can cap fight. Strong. I was talking about this. I was talking about this the other day. Do you think there's anybody that could take Joe Rogan in a fight? Like, how old is Joe? A, Rogan? a comedian. Okay. Joe Rogan. He said something. He I, could kick the shit out I of was anybody. Watching a podcast with him last night, interviewing Roseanne, talk about horror stories. I'm devastated <laughs> about that. Yeah, we were talking about that shit on Greg and Ross talking. Yeah, but, she shouldn't have got fired. But he was yeah. saying he was born in 1967. Joe Rogan. He said that on the podcast. I'm older than him. Yeah. Okay. I'm trying, I'm trying, I think maybe one person can, comedy-wise can fight him. Who's and that? Rosen? Jackie Chan, because of age. Is he a comedian? He does stand-up now in Chinese. Oh, okay. Jackie Chan? He does Chinese. Oh, J- Jackie could beat him then. Because there's Jackie Chang, who's a girl. Who no, Jackie that. Chan. The... No, you're, to- you're talking about the girl from the comedy scene? Yeah. No, why, no, why, would no, she, no. why would she fight Joe Rogan? Okay, no, I'm saying mind. Jackie Chan, <laughs> the, the Martian. I, I know Jackie. Yeah, he does uh, uh, stand-up, not in English, but in uh, Chan- Chinese in yeah. uh, Beijing. Okay. Oh, wow. But, but getting back yeah, to horror is. films, uh, yeah. I tried to, you know, sometimes I got to stop watching the ones. I'm not going to watch a horror film because it gets a good review. I'm going to watch a horror film because there's something about it that appeals to me. I go through the list, and if something only got 50% of Rotten Tomatoes, but it looks interesting to me, I'm going to fucking watch what, it. What, which one are you talking about in mind? The one that I watched last night that I liked, uh, Summer of 84. Yeah. But yeah. I tried watching Mandy, which everybody says is amazing. Sucked. I, 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 I couldn't hate it. get through. First of all, horror films are not supposed to be two hours. Horror films are supposed to be anywhere from 80 to 95 minutes. What, what, That's uh, what I like. What, what do you think of the Paranormal Activity franchise? No, I, I, I've never seen any okay, of okay. Because you te- technically are horror, but you're just no, one, no one ever gets killed. It's just, yeah. it's just like, it's hard to explain, but it is good. I really like, I, I recommend Summer of 84. Okay. I dug it, man. Do you like Blair Witch Project? No. I was thinking of bringing that up earlier. Yeah. Yeah, because I remember when people were like scared of, scared of it really drastically, and two years later... They I'll, tell you, uh, I'll tell you movies that have always been scary, always will be scary. Halloween 1. Yeah. Dress to Kill. Yeah. Sisters, another yes. Brian De Palma film, Sisters. Carrie. Those three. Carrie. Sisters, Carrie, and Dress to Kill. The Th- those three. Which, which one's Carrie again? The one with the girl with telekinetic powers. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah her mom yeah, was yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. They, try, they goes, remake it all the time. And her mom goes... And Speaking I, of Broadway, they made a play. Yeah, yeah and it. it closed. But the music was good. I'm sure the When you say Carrie, I was thinking The Exorcist. No. I was going to talk about The Exorcist, too. That, that prom incredible. Night is a great one. Prime, yeah, prom yeah. Night. Uh, my bloody, one? My, there are like four of them. The first one with uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. Okay. Um, so Jamie, my my bloody Valentine is great. So was she more famous? Because see, okay, I'm I was born in the '80s. I was always a fan of Jamie Lee Curtis. She's great. 
but I saw her more in like the sitcoms and the funny movies and stuff like that. So wasn't she like a horror actress she started for like the first she started, several yeah. years? She, 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 she said she it did was, three in a row. She said it was hard for her to break out of that. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. But you know what the interesting thing is? Her mother, Janet Lee, was gorgeous. And Psycho. Her mom was yeah, in Psycho. Her, that's why they cast yeah, her. Yeah, yeah. Psycho was great. So was her mother was... Up. This is the interesting thing. Her mother was gorgeous. Her mother was Janet Lee. Gorgeous. She was, Her yeah. father was Tony Curtis. One of the most handsome men you'll ever see in your life. She was not attractive. But she was born like hermaphrodite or something. For, I'm not even talking saying. about that. I'm just talking about uh, her face. Well, she, well, you she, mean, she was born like intersex? Yeah, that that's a rumor. That, that's a rumor. Okay. That's what people have been saying. But it's a rumor. Life. I don't know if it's true. But um, it's interesting. You can have a, a really, really, really handsome man and a really, really beautiful woman, and it's not a given that your child will be beautiful. It's not. It's weird though because also you see people on TV though that are really un- that maybe you don't find attractive on TV, but in real life they're attractive. Okay. Or they play ugly people on TV, and in real life they're not ugly. I've yeah, but I'm just talking that. about object beauty. Yeah. Yeah, but, but her mother, she, her mother was an object beauty because I heard. I don't know. I've heard people that worked with her, and they said that she was really like sexy. She swam naked. No, she was sexy. Like that, I'm not talking know. about a body. I'm talking about the head. Okay. The head was. I said I made a joke on Facebook a couple of weeks ago. I'm like, why? How is it that Jamie Lee's face is uh, more scary than Michael Myers now? <laughs> Michael Myers, I knew you would come for me soon. It's later. too much. It's too little. <laughs> it, that movie made a hundred million, so obviously they're going to make another one. But probably I, not. He dies in the end. Spoiler. They, they didn't, she died. He they stabbed her. In it was ambiguous. One. It's true though. But like, he always comes back. Somehow. Danger! Danger. Representing on Let Us Be Idiots podcast. Let's go! Let's go! Let's go! Luby, you be raw, that's a real gig. That's a real gig. But I'ma stay a fool, so let's be idiots. Let's be idiots. I'ma stay a fool, let us be idiots. Let us be idiots. I'ma stay a fool, let us be idiots. They ask me how I do it, keep them coming with that hot flame. They oh, no. take the reins, act a fool with my pin bangs. Mm-hmm. Only place I do it is the show that gets the silliest. What? Tired of being stuffy, so I say let us be idiots. Y'all about to know that I'm the monster with the sick flow. Call me PMS, probably million stacking. No, no, let's go. Drop lava rocks, burning infinite. Keep these bastards angry, angry bastards just don't give a Lighting their ways up, bring the real deal I feel we too much, make them all squeal Mohill in my clutch, make them out and now Ruby lighting it up, got you saying well Lindy, you be raw, that's a real gig That's a real gig But I'ma stay a fool, so let's be idiots Let's be idiots I'ma stay a fool, let us be idiots Let us be idiots I'ma stay a fool, let us be idiots